Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Thinking Project. And before I introduce my fantastic guest that I have today, make sure that you're following me everywhere on social media, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Dalton K. Jensen. You can find me everywhere. I had the amazing opportunity to have my first speaking engagement this week uh, at South Slope Hunting Mastermind Conference, and it was wonderful, put on by McKendry. She's been a guest on the show. If you're not familiar with South Slope Hunting, they do a lot of sponsored hunts for veterans to get them connected back into life and, and as a way of therapy for them coming back into life or just trying to find themselves again. It's a beautiful, beautiful conference. Um it was, it's a beautiful company, so if you ever get a time to go check out their swag, check out their merch, or if you want to help veterans and sponsor hunts for them, uh, you can do that, southslopehuntingco.com, or check the link in my description below. I got to speak about, uh, actually, the Art of Connection at her conference on Saturday, and it was amazing. Empathy, the Art of Connection, something that I do all the time for uh, clients. So if you're ever interested in, unfortunately it wasn't televised, or excuse me, recorded, um, or televised, but it wasn't recorded, but if you want to learn more about connecting, empathy, persuasion, influence, how to how to find your way and get your way in business and life, uh, that is something that I teach, and something that's very valuable in the business world, and even in just life, you know, like how do you persuade people, um, how do you persuade children? Things like that. Like that's something that I go over. That's things that I love to go over. So definitely check that out. You can go to empatheticselling.com and, uh, or just contact me on any social media. You know where to find me. So with all that being said, I got to interview DJ June today. He's been the DJ for the Utah Jazz a few times. He's done a lot of big events and his company is booming. I mean, it was amazing to hear this man's story and he's got a great one so I won't get into that I'll let him tell that because he can tell it way better than me but it was great to have him on the podcast so without further ado uh, DJ June thank you so much for listening We're thinking this thing. What's up, DJ June? How are you? I'm good. How are you, bro? <laughs> I'm doing really good. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I uh I've been following your content for a really long time. Started on um Instagram and uh and I was following you way back actually when this podcast started. Believe it or not, you were one of the guests I was like, I gotta interview this guy because he no was <laughs> yeah, he was like I was like, You're really cool. Um thank you. I saw a lot of the stuff you did with the Utah Jazz. Are you still the DJ for the Utah Jazz? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> Okay, cool. So tell us, like, take us all the way back. Like, how did you get to where you are right now? Like, vibe curator. Uh, I know you day trader, right? Yes, um, yes, uh, yes. I saw, I saw on LinkedIn you work for Adobe or you used to work for Adobe? Uh, I was in an internship. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I never had any other job other than DJing music and curating events. Oh, wow. So, yeah, to take you back, it, um, so basically when I grew up, we started... I, Started playing piano, my family. So I have uh, three siblings, two brothers, one sister. So we all play some sort of instrument. For me, it was the piano. So I started with that. And over time, I realized I didn't really like it, but I still enjoy playing music and I enjoy listening to music. And at that time, there was a lot of the internet was coming and you could download music online. For, not, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah well yeah well you can say it LimeWire, all that stuff LimeWire, all that stuff you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. so always getting the um new music and the radio was good you know you go to school you listen to the radio after school you listen to the radio so stuff like that mm -hmm. so you know, at that age 14 15 um you know um that's when you start being interested in going to parties um you know meeting friends and dancing with people stuff like that and where i grew up in haiti uh, music and dancing is a big part of our culture. We have so many holidays um, around music and dancing. So if you go to, um, I would say any Haitian household, you're definitely going to be listening to the to music as soon as you walk into the door. Yeah. So it's, it's big in our culture. So um, I think that led me into a position where I had to curate music for um, the small parties we had at home. So we would have small birthday parties or... My mom would just invite neighbors and cook food, and we would just 
you know, hang out and dance together. Um, so based on that, for some reason, I was always, not always, but I found myself being in charge of um, playing the music or even downloading new songs. And um, I started being more curious about, okay, what can make this party a lot better? Um, what new song just came out that I can play that nobody knows about? So I, I can impress people and be like, hey, <laughs> I got this new song and I just got it. And people would ask, how did you get it? Where did you get it from? So stuff like that. So over time, one of my neighbors, he introduced me to uh, DJ software. So I was like, how can I mix songs now? It's one thing to play songs and you wait for the whole thing to end to play another one. The second thing, how can I mix to go from one song to another one if I need to? So that's when I got introduced to a software called Virtual DJ. So I would just use my computer, a mouse and a keyboard and start playing with that. So before school, after school, all I was doing is trying to figure out how I can get better at this um, software. So, and being in that mindset and being just so curious about that, I started meeting other DJs, um, getting to know um, how it works, how they mix, what kind of and equipment they're using, and where do they get their music from, and what is a DJ. So I started realizing, okay, this is actually something people do and can do. <laughs> And, and someone is actually in charge of the music from the start until the end. And what's the process of getting a party started? Um, understanding when you are in the middle of the party and bringing the crowd until the end of the party. So all those things I started realizing over time. And I was very curious and, and um, excited to find out, oh, this is cool. Like, I really want to learn. And keep growing into that space because I already like music. I already like dancing. I already like figuring out how I can enhance an, an environment with music. And that was just something else I could latch on and be like, hey, I just want to keep going and keep learning it. So I started doing that. Um, and on the side, I was selling CDs. So all the, I think the at the time was like 90 minutes. You could burn into a city yeah something like right. that yeah, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's around like maybe uh 12 songs max 18 it all depends on if you're um burning rap or hip-hop or house music house music was a little bit heavier so you could probably burn like 12 songs and hip-hop <laughs> rap and hip-hop and reggae stuff like that reggaeton you probably go up to 18 yeah so everybody wanted to have a good music in the car and stuff like that so I I, so I you saw just mixed the music. I saw it as no, I didn't mix. Oh, I was okay. just burning cities and selling it because I saw it as an opportunity to um make some money and just sell music and also let people know that hey, I'm I'm the guy who's gonna have the dopest and latest song. So you can rely on me for your your car vibe or your home music, stuff like that. Because music wasn't accessible at all like that. It wasn't. It was yeah. basically luxury. You listen to the music on the radio, and that's it. Yeah. Unless you bought a whole album which, you know, 14, 15, 16, or even younger age, it's not, unless your parents get it for you. Yeah. You know, it's a financial decision that it wasn't easy for everybody. But anyway, um, me burning the city was an option. So people wanted, started to reach out to me like, hey, can I get this? Can I get that? And, and oh, the, that's awesome. yeah, and behind <laughs> the scene, my thing was just how can I become a DJ? So I started doing that, and one day someone told me, hey, you always have good music. Do you want to come mix at our party? So, and we'll pay you for it. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. When they said, we, they said, hey, can you come? I was like, huh. If yeah. someone, if someone. Um, ben, I'll get that. Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if someone uh, can think about me like this, um, it means a lot. Mm -hmm. So yeah. they see something in me. Maybe I, I. I don't see yet, but there's a potential. Ooh. That's it. That's all it is. There's potential. Is because if maybe I'm doing something that you know a lot of people they don't they know can't do or are not doing. So yeah. that give me an edge. Like oh yeah, maybe I can I can definitely do it. Yeah. And I was practicing a lot. I'm I was spending hours. I'm still spending hours, but I was spending hours and hours and hours hours and just <laughs> being it online, um, talking to people listening to DJs mixes, YouTube wasn't even big like that. So you couldn't just go, hey, let me listen to someone's set. So I yeah. would I would wait for radio shows or 
find a way to go like a school event where I can stand next to a DJ and just actually pay attention to how things work. Yeah. So fast forward a little bit, I'm 18, done with high school. Then I we had a decision to make. Do I want to um, stay at home and go to school there? Or do we have an opportunity to go anywhere else we want to go study? Um, where I was thankful for this opportunity. So I was like, okay, I want to go study business because I want to create a business, a DJ business. That's all I wanted. Oh, cool. I don't, yeah, I, I want, I want because my business is to solve a problem. What is the problem? The problem is to enhance a vibe of an environment. That's it. Yeah. Like you could have all the elements, you have the decoration, you have, you know, the catering and everything else. But if the music is not there, <laughs> you're missing, your event is going to miss a, a big thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. So that, that's, 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 that was the, my business. Like, how can I help people have a better experience? Yeah. That's it. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. And so you came, you came to that. That's what brought you to America was just to study the, the business started, here or just study business. No. So back then I didn't think about it like, oh, I'm going to study a business to have a teacher business. Okay. I just thought about, hey, I'm going to get a degree in business school. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's it. So, um, um, so when I moved to uh, Utah, that was my first time coming to Utah. I've yeah. been, you know, all over the East Coast since we were eight. We were traveling, going to like, you know, Florida, uh -huh. and Boston, New York, even Canada. I even yeah. went to summer camp in Tennessee when I was younger. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> so Tennessee, yeah, so that, I think that gave me um, some experience just being outside of my country or even outside of my comfort zone mm -hmm. and be able to network with people. I, I think that's one of the most important thing, the networking aspect. Um, because the skills is one thing, but you got to network in order for people to realize and um, who you are and, and, and also for you to market yourself to let mm -hmm. people know you have a service to offer. So um, coming here, so I went to school, I went to Weber State, and also I finished up the U. So I studied business administration and marketing as a minor mm -hmm. um, because I was like, hey, as a DJ, there's two things I got to do. I got to get clients and market myself mm -hmm. on the business side of it. Yeah. See? Yeah. So um, so that's what I started doing and then marketing myself. I would go to different campuses with my name on my T-shirt, just promoting myself. Every event, when they would have Halloween parties up in Logan, I would go. Um, the U oh, would cool. have um, <laughs> Crimson Night. I would go down to the U with Crimson Knight, even all the parties at my school I would go to, yeah. just promoting myself, talking to students. I, th I think for me, school was the one of the best opportunities to really network with people. Yeah. And it's almost like an internship on talking to people in general because it's a bunch yeah. of students coming from everywhere. They don't know me. I don't know them. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you got to get so, your name. Yeah, I, I, I got to find a way to communicate. That's what it comes down to, communicate in a way um where people can um where people like you um but more importantly for me not like um what i have to offer which is strictly the music side of things yeah i didn't really care about if people like me for other things but <laughs> i i was focusing on if i'm gonna have a business and keep doing what i'm doing and not just be playing in my room or doing small parties i have to take myself to different level and talk to different people from not just students but yeah. also you know who's the dean i want to figure out what what the dean thinks about music maybe i can help her with a playlist you yeah know so that's how i saw awesome. <laughs> yeah you're like i was just have to dean out with her playlist. yeah I, I mean the, yeah. the dean is, is curating a, a, a or helping curating you know a school uh curriculum for a lot of people stuff like that yeah i can help her too so that's how I, that's always my how I see things. Yeah. If you can help me with something, because you have the skill or the, that's your service you're offering, I think when it comes to music, everybody listens to music. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean. So if your style, with the kind of music you listen to, or um, within you know my um, core competence, I, I think I can definitely help you. Yeah. You know, like my I bank with. Chase, for example. Yeah. If Chase is doing an event, I can help them. 
<laughs> so I'm yeah, their client. Yeah. They're my <laughs> client. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, everybody needs yeah, everybody. everybody needs so so that, that's when my business started growing. When I started to changing my mindset. Oh of, wow! Yeah. Um. Okay. How do I transition from school parties to um, helping the general public? Yeah. Like the Utah Jazz. Yeah. I've seen you work with like Alex Boyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People. Yeah. Things like that. So I think when I started changing my mindset, I started attracting um, different type of clients. So I work with airlines, JetBlue, oh, wow. for example. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, Jackie Chan, he came to Salt Lake one time and I was a DJ for that event. Things like that. Uh, yeah, like, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had another, I had another person on the podcast, Chris Newhart. Yeah. Who, uh, who was like a media person there and mm -hmm. got to like interview him for a couple minutes as a media guy. It was really cool. It was really cool. Like something like that just <laughs> happened. Cool. Like I, I don't know when is next time it's gonna come to Salt Lake. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And that was kind of random too. But just because the way I'm positioning myself online and marketing myself and understanding, hey. Letting people know I can help you too because how do you how many people, people do you know that knows a DJ? Yeah, like no, personally, I mean, right, right, right. I I'm in I'm in this space, so I know a lot of DJs. But people that I know, yeah, know a lot they of DJs. don't. Most yeah. people, who, most people hiring me is probably their first time. Yeah, first time hiring a DJ. Yeah, that's awesome. So how do you position yourself to let people know? Hey, I can help you. Yeah. When they don't know you or, you know what I mean? So, oh yeah, or like DJs like a brand new thing. Brand new, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't think like I I love it. It's something that I've always wanted to get into, but anyway, but like, it's really cool. Like people don't realize like DJs and, and you mentioned this earlier when you were talking, but like how to like tell the story of a party, like with how to lead the party, mm -hmm. like the story of the, mm -hmm. the, and that's the vibe, right? Yeah, lead yeah, the vibe. vibe in the room with music. Like yeah, yeah. you can, you can make people want to party. You can make people want to slow dance. You can make people want to get hyped. And then, mm -hmm. and then at the end you cool them all down mm -hmm. so that they go home and they're all chill and they're not fighting. Exactly. The lot, you know? So that's part of the experience. Yeah. How do you help people have a, a memorable experience? Wow. That's how I market myself. I yeah. can help you. So that's why I, I, I'm a DJ, but I'm also, I am a vibe curator because that's, yeah basically what i intend to do if you hire me yeah so like, the experience is something we have to discuss what is it what do you want how do you want your night to go or your event what are you looking for what kind of guests are you inviting wow um, so those questions are super important so i understand and what kind of music will make more sense that's uh, awesome <laughs> for the type of event yeah. you're doing you know what i mean so and every event is different and i can't just go in and start playing music Unless it's an event where I say, hey, it's DJ Jude open format and I'm playing anything I want. Yeah. But if it's a curated event where you hire me for something specific. Like a wedding or like yeah, what kind of wedding, events do you do? Wedding, private events, a lot of private events. Yeah. Um, you know, like um, Sundance, they do a lot of private events. Sundance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. That's what I really enjoy doing because wow. they're private events. It's theme events. It's specific to certain things. Yeah. And then we talk about what's going on. We have a discussion. And I can really help people understand, um, have a better time when when um, I get there. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Holy cow. So so then um, tell me the story because I love that. A lot of things in there that you said um, I'm sure resonate with like everybody because, you know, you're marketing yourself. I really liked because I'm a sales I'm a sales guy, sales coach. I really liked when you were talking about how to like help people, like how to bring on a new client and you're asking those kind of questions mm -hmm. because like that makes all the difference. Then you, then they know like you're a professional, like, right? You know, you're not just like, ah, we'll just go play music and we'll have fun. It's like, no, 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 this is very like, I'm not like a, this isn't a fun DJ, right? Like I'm very professional. I'm like ready to take your event and give you the most money. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Make, mm -hmm. make you feel like you got the most bang right, for your buck right. out of that. Right. Like that's really cool. Like not a lot of people would think that a DJ would do that. Like I didn't, you yeah, know I mean? but when you said that, I was like, there it is. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of people don't. And I think that's what makes a, that's why I always tell people, um, you could be a DJ, but do you have a DJ business? Sure. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're not a professional. You, you, you know, know what I mean? Like you could mix it. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of DJs. They mix, you know, crazy or they could do crazy stuff with the turntable or whatever they use. Mm -hmm. But having a DJ business is different because mm -hmm. you, you need clients. To, yeah. to keep your business going. And, you know, I I don't work 
at a radio station. I don't work at somewhere specific. I for with the jazz, I am a contractor, so I work with them on like uh, I'm not an employee there. I, oh, okay. I, I bring my stuff, so you know what I mean. So yeah, you're like you're like a, like a contractor. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. So that's important for a DJ, so you can keep your brand. So oh yeah, yeah. So you have to build your brand, and your brand is also how people see you from the outside, yeah. and that would that I think will help you attract the client that you want to attract to. Yeah. So, so how so how did you, you know, vibe, vibe curator, like that's the probably the perfect way to put that. Mm-hmm. What what you do and things like that. How do you how did you come up with that? Like was it going through the marketing class? Like I really like what you said about college too. I feel like there's a lot of college bashing going on, but mm-hmm. if you if you use it the right way, yeah. right? If you, like we like what you did, like networking, making making the most out of an opportunity. Um so how did you come up with that as your brand, like Vibe Curator, like, you know, professional DJ? Like, how did you come up with that brand and 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 put that all together? Yeah, um, I think it's over time I started realizing and having more clarity on exactly what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you transition from school to real life stuff, <laughs> you realize, okay, what it is exactly that I can do? Um, what is my service? And what am I good at? So that's that's with experience, and I really, yeah, I'm a vibe curator, because people and also feedback. Hey, yo, yeah. that was a good vibe. When people say, "Oh man, you know what I mean? You killed yeah. it." What does that mean? Right. People say things yeah, like that. Point, you know what I mean? Point. Yeah. So then, oh, you dig a little deeper. Yeah, I did. Like deeper. you killed it. All right. Yeah. So what do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, yo, <laughs> that was good. Oh my gosh. So it's stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, so I can cure the vibe. That's that's what I'm saying. And yeah. as a DJ, every time you play, it's a unique um, performance. Yeah, not not no one is exactly the yeah. same as the other. Um, I mean, unless you do recorded set, but if sure. you don't, if you're live performing or mixing, it's a live performance. Yeah, so every single time. So I, I don't know if people understand that. Even if right. I play the five same songs every time you see me, but the way I play it, when I play it, how I play it, is always going to be different. Yeah, depending on the vibe you want to. Depending curate. on the vibe that's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. You know, so at the end of the day, what exactly am I doing? I'm curating a vibe. So that's how I, I was like, oh, that's, that makes sense. You become a vibe curator. Right. And also, if if when someone are, hey, what, what, we need to have a good vibe for this party. Like they automatically think about, oh, I know a vibe curator. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not like I'm above DJs or below DJs. I'm just in my, you're I, doing I'm your thing. My thing. I'm doing yeah. my thing. And, and also, I let client know, hey, am I a good fit for you? Also, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. so important. I can't. I don't. Not every room is for me. Yeah. So I gotta I, be. Hmm? I think that I think that's probably the the hardest lesson for like business people to learn in general is like not every client is your, your client. client. Yeah. Right. Like I, yeah. there's some people that you shouldn't work with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like that. Like I, we're probably not a good fit. Uh-huh. Right. Like for what you want to do and what I do. Yeah. You know, but here's here's where you can go. I think people have a lot of more respect for you as a business owner. Of course. When you do that. You gotta learn how to say no for sure. And when you when you operate a business. Yeah. Because you want to give your best product. You know, <laughs> yeah. you want to give your best, but if you're if you're getting into things just to get paid, but you know you know it's not for you I see what you're saying, and you yeah. still do it, then <laughs> it's gonna be bad for you for yourself, period. And it's gonna be bad for your business too. Because you're gonna do a bad job, maybe someone's gonna say, "Hey, this this just sucks." And next thing you know, you know, it's it keeps going and <laughs> right, right. And then you know, so like so that. so and what you so what you're saying there is like, don't chase the money in a sense, like, in a sense, don't chase the money in the sense that like, if you only do a if you only do a gig for money and it and it's not perfect everywhere else, right? That that can lead to problems. Is that what you're saying? Yes. What I'm saying is, don't work for free. Yeah. But um, work with people that you think you can truly help. Oh, okay. Cool. So sometimes you might not know how to do something, but you can learn how to do it. Oh, but yeah. sometimes when you know for sure that this client is not for you and you're not a good fit, yeah. you have to let them know. And because you want the best for them and you want also want the best for you. Right. Because if you can refer this client to someone else, that that is probably a better fit. They're going to have a better experience your friend's going to benefit and you're going to be a, a reliable source because mm-hmm. you're the one who helped them at the end of the day. They yeah. might not hire you for the money, but 
they're still going to think about you at some point. Hey, yeah. <laughs> this guy helped me for someone else. Maybe this event is not for you, but next time I'm I'm thinking about you, I'll let you know. Something like that. Yeah, that's a, that's a great way to do it. I mean, just just putting in those good those <clears throat> excuse me those good vibes and mm -hmm. everything like karma yeah. and stuff, you know, <laughs> uh, because people respect that. Like I've been in situations where it's like, hey, you know, we're not a good fit. Probably shouldn't do this, and uh, I didn't get their business. But just like you said, you know, they referred me because they had a good experience. They referred me to someone else, and and we were able to work together. Um, who are some of your, who are some of your mentors in this business that you learned from? What was it people? Was it books? Was it, um, situations that you were in? How did you, I mean, who are some of your people that you look up to and, and, and you consider like mentors? Um, when I was studying, one of my mentor or DJ I looked up to was a DJ back home. Okay. He was really good. I mean, he's still good, but he's <laughs> stopped for a little bit, but he was, he was on a different level. Um, he was a beast, and I looked up to him a lot. And he was also helping a lot of people. Yeah. So that's what I really liked about him. He was not only was good, but he was also giving his time to help upcoming DJs learn and become, you know, a DJ for themselves. Yeah. So I I I really respected that. Um, here. Um, I learn from different people, so I don't think I have one specific mentor, but cool. um, I'm a, always in a room to learn um, yeah. because I feel like everybody always has something I can learn from, um, good or bad. Yeah. But um, yeah, for me, um, every day I, I'm, I'm always figuring out a way to learn something new. <laughs> yeah. You just, I like that. I mean, that's an important mindset to have, right? Just walking yeah. into a situation, um, knowing that if anything happens, you're going to learn yeah. from whatever learn. happens. Asking for me is my one of my secret tools. Asking questions and asking for help. Oh, cool! So those two things. Yeah, it took me <laughs> from <laughs> two places that I just by asking simple questions. Because I sometimes I go to a room and I'm like, "Hey, how are you? Um, what is this?" And you know, the person start talking. Next thing you know, "Hey, let me invite you to something else." And next thing you know, I'm meeting other people. Yeah. And next thing you know, they don't even know what I do. And next thing you know, I say, hey, I'm a DJ. Oh, really? We need a, we need a DJ for this event. <laughs> so, so, but uh, it just starts like being curious. They're and curious. Being, exactly. So I think before what, um, I, one of the transition I also made was um, how to tell my story better. So Ooh. as a DJ, mm -hmm. I was expecting people to hire you. Um, but when I reversed it, on how can I help people? It changed the way I see things. Because yeah. I would, for example, I would go to, for example, a bar situation with my business card, like, hey, I'm a DJ. Almost like saying, you should hire me. Yeah. They don't have to, or they don't yeah. even need to. They don't right. know me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. But when I change it to, hey, I'm a DJ, I see a few things here and there. How can I help you make your bus business become more successful? Ooh. Then you have we are having a different conversation <laughs> because the next thing he's gonna say is, "Really? What are you? What are your thoughts?" Then we can have a conversation. And yeah. if I explain or I give them my ideas, and they see value in that because I know there's value in it because I can see it from experience, that might uh, uh, create a connection between us, and maybe I could be the one who's doing it, or I can just help you. So by saying, "Hey, how can I help you?" Now, more people that are already looking for help want to get help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, and, and that's. A, I mean, that's. I mean, the the only way to go now, right? Because everybody and I was just having this conversation before. Like, you know, I'm I'm a salesman. There's a million salespeople. This podcast. There's a million podcasts. Mm -hmm. But like, how do you connect with people mm -hmm. so that they? know that you can help them and things like that. And I think it's exactly what you said. Right? Yeah. You, I mean, you said it's, it perfectly. It comes down to providing value. <laughs> yeah. As a DJ, it's not as easy to provide value because I'm not selling a <laughs> tangible product. Mm -hmm. um, how can I provide value? I can create a mix. Hey, this is your workout mix. It's free. Go download it. That's providing value. Yeah. You okay, see what cool. I'm saying? Or like, yeah. <laughs> so if you went into a bar, like, hey, I think this playlist would be really it cool, would be for, cool you. for you. Yeah. Hey, have you heard of this? Hey, I think this speaker is, is you could fix it. Um, to oh, the left, yeah. to the right. That's <laughs> providing value because I might see things that don't because this is the manager. The manager could just be a, 
a manager, They're but they don't know anything things. about sound, music, stage, lighting, anything like that. Yeah. So I can come in and be like, hey, do a free consultation. Hey, I, I see a few things here that can improve the experience mm -hmm. of your customers. Right. That's really cool. So for me, I, I'm always intrigued about the story of like the transition stories when you, you know, as you, you went from just handing your business cards out, kind of asking people if they need DJs, transitioning to like, how can I help you and maybe, and providing value to people? What, when did that click for you? Like, was it, was it just one day you got sick and tired of asking? So you just started telling people like, yeah. I can help you here or what <laughs> you was go it? You through a lot of ups and downs and over time, um, you know, trying errors, you start testing right. things. Yeah. Um, now I still have business card. But most of the time when I give my business card, it's because someone asked for it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. You see that? <laughs> yeah, that's different, right? Yeah. Somebody that's different. asked for it. Yeah. Someone is asking for it. So they, they already want to know more about Heck me. Yeah. And then it's, it's easier than if, if I say, hey, I can help you certain things. They see the value already. Now, when I say, hey, it's going to cost you certain things, there's not much of a back and forth because this is what it's going to take uh, cost you or take for me to help you for certain things. And yeah. if we're a good fit, it, the the yeah, we have a deal. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So when did, ha yeah, over time, we started realizing that, yeah, no one in, in business, what what exactly are you doing is helping someone else. Yeah, exactly. So that's when it clicked for me, you know, like doing research and going to different things and traveling and stuff like that yeah. and realizing how people approach things. Um, I realized that when I approach someone and tell them I could help them. Yeah. They're more receptive and they will listen and I will have a chance to tell my story. And from that, they could potentially hire me for something. Yeah. Because when someone doesn't know you, they don't know your credentials. I don't worry like a DJ. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not like you say, oh, so why did you go to school? I went to like the U for yeah. DJs that people already can associate. <laughs> Let's say I say to the business school, right. oh yeah, you have a business, business degree. That already tell people to know, like, oh, he knows about business. Yeah. But when I say, hey, I'm a DJ, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for sure. people don't really know if, and most people that will hire you, they don't, they've never heard you before. Right. Because that's the first time hiring a DJ. So, for me, like, how can I serve the general public? The more I serve them, the, the word of mouth is going to increase. Mm -hmm. And that's going to give me more credibility. Um, and, in, in Salt Lake, for example, yeah, more, exactly, more yeah. credibility. Yeah. And referrals is one of the strongest marketing tools ever because if a friend tells you someone is good, you're most likely going to yeah. <laughs> listen to this guy right, of or course. follow up instead of just a review on the internet. Right. You exactly. see what yeah, I'm saying? What saying? Yeah. So those things are super important. You also got to be a good person and be cool, chill, like, and approachable. Yeah. Like, I want people to come talk to me because I want to learn from you as much as you might want to learn from me. Right. Because I might, my position is to help you do music, but you could probably be a good friend to me or help me with something else, business related or not. Yeah, exactly. I, I like that. I think when you start like getting into the community, really networking, really understanding like who you're dealing with and who you want to deal with like opportunities come up that you never even thought of, but mm -hmm. it, they come up as you like start doing those doing things. Doing those things, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. So a lot of the major things that happened in my career so far came to me. Oh, yeah. So like like the jazz or like what what other kind of big major things came to you? So like, for example, working with an airline. I never thought I would work on an airline. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Traveling to go to a different state to go DJ. Oh, like, wow. You know I mean? Someone messaged you out of nowhere. Hey, I'm doing an event. Would you be interested in doing this? I'm going to Paris this summer. And it's not like I reach out to the, those people. They they reach out to me and say, hey, we would love to have you this and that. You know what yeah. I mean? Even with the jazz, it's timing is also important. You right, know, that right. I can't control. I can't. It's just, <laughs> it just happens. But be, putting yourself in a position to attract any opportunities that you think will help you grow mm -hmm. and elevate your brand and be a good fit period yeah yeah maybe you know i could have been a good fit for the jazz or not it does it, it you know what i mean yeah exactly so those things so um over time um when you're in business and you position yourself to attract those opportunity um 
big things can happen. Yeah. And, no, and also not limiting myself. Yeah, not limiting yourself, mm-hmm. which is a great transition to the question that I wanted to ask, which is like, you know, one of the things you you like talking about is like mindset mm-hmm. and and how how to keep keep on track, right? So how do you how do you keep your mindset in check where you want it to be? Like how do you get it through? How do you get through maybe some of the tough times that happen in business? Or like you you have a really good opportunity that you want that you maybe didn't get. Like how do you keep going through that? You personally keep going through that. Um, it's the mindset of abundance. Oh, um, yeah, <laughs> there's always going to be an event. Someone's celebrating their birthday today. You know what I mean? I'm oh, not yeah. playing tonight, but I could have, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. If, so I, I'm, I won't get mad if I'm not doing anything tonight because tomorrow's going to be someone's birthday. Someone's happening tomorrow. There's going to be a grand opening for something. It's going to be a sport event. There's always, as long as we're alive. Yeah. There's always gonna be something happening. <laughs> so, so you're like, I'm good. I'm not saying I'm good, but I don't have to have the fear mindset. Oh, I have to worry. Oh, I have yeah. to work. I have to keep promoting myself, but I'm not afraid of missing opportunities. Yeah, I'm just afraid of staying stagnant. Oh yeah, that's a good point. So you just like don't stay stagnant. I like you said that I'm, I'm afraid of being stagnant. Yeah. Everybody should be afraid. Of exactly. <laughs> so if you're afraid of it, that's, that's, the, that, that's when you should, there's a problem. That's yeah. the problem right there. Yeah. You, you're staying stagnant. You're not, uh, figuring out ways to work on yourself and that not just on yourself on growing. And yeah. so being creative is super important. Yeah. Cause that's, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Being creative, learning how to like, keep keep going and be you know one of the words in in sales they use is like scrappy just like how can we make all of this work like how can we get unique and and different so to get our name out there um and so you've been djing now for how long like professionally your business professionally i would say to be honest my whole life yeah yeah not my my whole life but since (laughs) i started djing um 16 because i was already thinking having a structure since i started 16, yeah. 16, I have I had people sign contracts and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. And I was getting paid and I was playing like quite often, like two yeah. or four times a month. Wow. You know what I mean? So what is quite often for a DJ now? Like how often is is a good month for you to play? So it, it depends. Okay. If when you're starting, it's about the numbers. Yeah. Because okay. as far as the money, I don't know. I wasn't making that much. Hundred bucks, fifty bucks. Yeah. So if you want to make, let's say you want to, you can't live off of that. Yeah. But right. 16, 17, 18. Yeah, that's yeah, great. I can live off of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can yeah. do a lot, and I was, I, I had money to do a lot, and I and to invest in in my stuff, mm-hmm. which I did, and I always do. I always invest in the best equipment that I can use for my stuff. I want to get the best computer because I want it to be reliable. I don't yeah. want to be DJ next to me when my computer's cr- <laughs> crashing <laughs> yeah, crashes or like stuff like that. Like, yeah. um, investing in yourself is super important. So now it's not just so much about the numbers only. Obviously, you want to teach as much as you can yeah. if this is what you want to do. But also the quality of the client you're yeah, attracting the quality, yeah. will, will, will determine also in the your pricing. Like yeah. some DJ, they probably DJ just twice a month, but they can make enough money <laughs> yeah. for two, three months every gig. And some DJs, they probably play every single Saturday and Sunday, and that's how they do it. So you just got to figure out what's your business. Yeah, and like who you're, who you're targeting. Yeah, who like, you're targeting, yeah. exactly. And Something then also like knowing your value, increasing your price over time, oh, um, yeah. and know, knowing your worth. Because you, any DJ that's DJ more than five, six, seven years, has a lot of experience because they probably teach it a lot in the beginning yeah. and been through a lot, like, you know, crashing, car, uh, <laughs> losing <Computer's> power, <laughs> you know what I mean? All those things. And and so you have a lot of experience uh, to help people do that. Yeah. Because let's say, for example, you go to school for four years, right? Five years. Uh-huh. And do you, you do like one year internship. Okay. Yeah. That's five years. As a DJ, you're doing the same yeah. 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 So why you should <laughs> you should think about that like that. Yeah. You absolutely. have that experience and and um you're providing something that's also unique. Right, right. Cuz you yeah. you're playing with you you're you're trying to have, <laughs> people have a good time. That's feelings and emotions. 
Yeah. The, you don't got to tell me, man. I love you. That's why I, that's why I found you. I was like, I, I would like turn on, we'd go through Instagram reels in the beginning when I saw you. And I'd be like, I just sit there and watch all your reels. And, and I would just vibe because I was like, ah, this is good. And I remember one specific time. I can't even remember the song. You put like a new Drake song on that I don't even think was released or something. And I remember hearing that and you mixed it. And I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> I was like, it was tough, man. It was hard. Yeah. That was cool. So those are, those are like, it's it's you know like i said it's not yeah water we need water to be alive but you find water you know it's accessible but that experience is a very unique experience yeah and that you can't replicate it replicate again. that yeah. and i hope uh most a lot of performers artists realize that even you know art and every when it comes to music performing art and stuff yeah like that, if you're good at what you're doing the experience that you're providing is a unique experience and that you gotta value that as much as it is and and not let just people value it for you because yeah. in, in a lot of situations you go to for example if you go to a bar maybe they could say hey this is how much you can pay the dj uh -huh. so that's them saying hey that's a cap we value all our dj the same at this price yeah but when you come in saying hey if you want my help this is how much i call it costs <laughs> it's a different conversation yeah yeah, well, because you know your worth. Like, yeah, I know hey, my worth. DJ and it, if you can't do it, that's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, you're right. Yeah, it, no hard feelings. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and hey, we'll keep it moving. That's it. <laughs> I love that, man. That's so awesome. So for you as a DJ, mm. uh, I just love, I love stories. Like I'm a stories guy. Um, do you have, was there one specific uh, event that just crushed it? Or like, or was there one event where... I mean, like that, that it just like the people weren't vibing, nothing, nothing was clicking or anything like that. Do you have any crazy stories, any crazy experiences? Um, there's definitely experiences where, you know, you're trying really hard and yeah. nothing is clicking. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it, it's like going up, uphill, <laughs> but on a, with a bicycle. Yeah. And it's like 90 degree incline. <laughs> You're like, dang, this is hard. Damn, you try everything. It's not working. <laughs> I know. I've been in situations like that when I'm selling to people, yeah. like, and I'm just trying to have a conversation, see where everybody's at. And I'm like, this is hard. This, this is hard. This is this I'm is messing hard. up. Yeah. Nobody's clicking. Like, nobody's I've been clicking. there. Yeah, I've been there. So when, when I, I've had a few experiences like this, but what I learned from that is just go talk to people. Hey, what do you want to listen to? <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. That's yeah. it. Because if I'm playing exactly what they want to listen to, then I can change everything. Oh, good point. Because as a DJ, yeah. you're <laughs> a also assuming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what we yeah. were going to like. Okay. But when I go straight to you, I'm like, hey, yo, um, do you have any songs you want to listen to? Yeah. Now I'm playing to so, you. Yeah. And, and now if you're, you're like, not happy, then there's nothing I can do. <laughs> if you're not happy when your own song yeah, is Yeah, with your own songs, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're like, But <laughs> if that works, I'm going to keep doing it. Hey, if yeah. you have a request, come talk to me. Mm. that's cool what what's one of the biggest events you've ever dj like you were the main dj and you were the vibe curator like what was one of the biggest events you've ever done um i think it was um i think it was there's two one was in in canada um oh, and cool. also one was in, in in boston it was a pool party on july 4th oh, so that, cool, man. <laughs> that was a really good one it was packed and um I didn't know anyone, which I like. Mm -hmm. It was a different crowd, different place. So I really had to work and and understanding the vibe. So yeah. that was good. Even in Canada, too, when I went there, yeah. I, it was a new club. I just showed up, just walked in and connected my computer and started playing. So well. <laughs> that, that, that's, that was cool. Um, so when in Canada, you had all your DJ equipment or was it just your computer? My computer, they they provided Whoa. everything. So oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you so you just was like, all right, let's roll. Yeah, I showed up, so I flew in, um, and I think straight from the airport, I went to the to the club, and I, I was I started playing like twenty five minutes after I got out on the side. So it was cool, you know, like and the crowd was already there, and they were expecting me to come. Yeah. Uh, so oh, that, that's a cool feeling. Yeah, that, like, I, that, that was a, a definitely a unique <laughs> experience. I've done a lot of those things at home, but now for me, um, exactly transitioning and adapting, mm -hmm. my biggest thing is what I could uh, put together myself. So oh, cool. my next event, which I'm working on, 
It's going to be on May 21st. Okay. That for me is not only how can I help people have a better experience, but how can I um, put the music experience on a different level? Wow. So not just playing music, but how can I mix the music? with? Last time we did it, I had a sax uh, player. Oh, nice. So, <laughs> Saxophone's underrated instrument. Uh, uh, exactly. So underrated. imagine you're vibing and out of nowhere you hear sax and I'm mixing together. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Playing with a drummer. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that it's is not, cool. You don't go. Where can you go right now? And man, hey, I'm going to go listen to this DJ. He has a drummer next to him all night long. No. no. Those unique experiences. Yeah. I think this is what I'm going to elevate um, the experience that I can book myself. Yeah. Not someone else hiring me uh, for their event, but me actually cur curating the whole experience. Yeah, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother level, that's a right? Whole like nother you're level like, because like so yeah. instead of instead of going and and providing, you know, playing at other places, we're gonna I'm gonna bring people to me, and I'm gonna start being the DJ that people come see on purpose. On purpose. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Wow, dude, that's cool. So May 21st is your next event. Yeah. Uh, are you still are you promoting it right now? Promoting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, today I just put it on a flyer. Um, 77 days until we blow the lines. Wow. So where, where is the event? Where is the event? Man? It's going to be at Spy Hop. It's going to be at okay. uh, the rooftop, Spy Hop, art, music, and vibes. So th those are the three things that we're going to blur together. Wow. Art, music, and vibes. <laughs> That's awesome, man. <laughs> so, Holy cow. So how many, I mean, how many people, I've never, where's the Sky Hop? Spy Hop. Spy uh, Hop. It's no. downtown on 900 South. Okay. Um, yeah, so they have a rooftop. It's pretty brand new. They okay. I think they opened probably COVID, like twenty twenty. Oh um, wow! So um, where, where is it by? Because I feel like Spy Hop. Now that you say that, I feel like I've seen it with a rooftop, rooftop. like apartments underneath. Or no, no, it's it. They have a community like a music and film school there for oh, kids. And whoa. above, they have a the rooftop is an event venue. Wow! So it's okay. Indoor, outdoor. It's pretty sick. And so you got that book. You're ready to. You're gonna I got that book. That. Now I'm just working with different artists, you know, making sure I have all the pieces I need to help me blur the line. Like I said, yeah. Um, making the uh, changing or transforming the, the whole venue into um, feel like an artistic museum, and having music that you could dance to. Yeah. And a space that we people can network. Whoa. Cool. So you're just bringing it all together. Yeah. Where did that idea come from? From, from I mean, from from your from your idea to like level up, level as up, a DJ. But yeah, but so like, I've, what gave you that specific yeah, idea? I've always wanted to do my own events, okay. and being in Salt Lake, I think um, it's not a just just my experience. Um, um, like a place where it's easy to connect with people yeah. or the networking aspect is usually on a business level, but it's and not it's a, very, it's very, yeah. When you're like, when I've gone to networking events, yeah. it's very tough. Hey, what do you do? What's your business card? All right. Yeah. And everybody you, passes yeah. around. Everybody's got an agenda. Everybody's like, there's a means to an end for everybody. Mm -hmm. Like when you go to, yes, when you go to business networking events, it's like, what, what can everybody else do for me? For, yeah. yeah. Like, what, what can I do for everybody? But what can every, like, there's a yeah. bunch of transactions, transactions happening. Transactions. So, so you're, so you're saying like spy hop is going to be a place where we're like, we're going to lose all of that. We're all just, of that. We're going to vibe and have fun, and, have fun. and meet. And, and if we want to talk, we can talk. We talk. If, <laughs> if you want to do other things. So when I thought about it, it's like, what are the different things I could, um, <laughs> bring people together yeah or help people connect with each other yeah it's food absolutely music yep without a art doubt. <laughs> without a doubt community without a doubt so that's why i'm like hey <laughs> what if we better lines and can have a space where we bring some of those aspects together and because people are already in the same room because those people will be attracted to this idea yeah and it will be a more organic way to meet people of course wow that's really fun so um all ages event 18 and 21 older? and up 20, 21 and up mm -hmm. okay and that's march 21st yeah wow no 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 may 21st. may 21st my yeah. bad all right that's really cool holy crap well all right that sounds uh how long does it go like when does it start how long does it go tell, so, us, tell us everything about yeah that yeah event, so it will start um 7 30 until 11 30. Mm. so i cool. want to because we also have the rooftops so i want to make sure we, we catch the vibe of the sun coming down 
Oh man, you see what I'm? <laughs> yeah, you're like you have this whole vision. No vision, like, and we'll have networking, um, not networking, um, social games also going on. So not only people are just there to see what's going on, they're also involved in what's going on. Yeah. So that's why I want. I'm working with different artists. They can. They're going to be exposing their art. Um, we'll have um, um, immersive art. I'm working with Fat Fish, Fat Fish Media. Um, oh, cool. certain things so they can put the they're great with lighting and production and everything else oh so, yeah yeah yeah, Fat, yeah. Fat, they do the they do the lights and everything they, they do event production they do the oh, whole yeah. thing lighting oh, wow. sound they they travel they do a lot of things they just make so, it happen yeah That's so cool. also one of my goals is how can i partner with different people to help bring that together yeah because me alone can't i have to be able to have the right people around me and also have a diverse group of people around me also. Yeah. Because I, and from my experience, when I go somewhere else, the more diverse the place is, the better the vibe is. Absolutely. That's not 100%. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I grew up in, so I'm Polynesian. I grew up in a Hawaiian household. And it's very, you know, very similar. Lots of music, lots of food, family around. But of course, it's, it's, be, it's best when you have, because I've also been to parties when you have like, you know, you have, bunch of Polynesians, you got a bunch of other people mm -hmm. and it's just yeah everybody just gets along and mm -hmm. when you have like music and food like no, nothing else matters yeah yeah everybody's just chilling exactly. and having a good time meeting around yeah exactly that's, that's so awesome <laughs> so yeah that's so awesome um so that that's in that's in may um can people buy tickets right now no we uh, the tickets okay. are gonna be like 50 days 50 days okay until um we start Okay, so yeah. the, so you can buy fifty days before yeah, yeah, you start yeah. buying them fifty days. Before. Cool. So yeah, we have pre-sale, general admissions, and VIP. So now it's just me and our team working together behind the scene, trying to get all the pieces together. And then, you know, sponsorship and um, <clears throat> making sure everything, not everything, but most things that we think will help that experience come to life. Yeah, we you know nailed it. That's awesome! Holy cow! So that's that's your next big. That's your next big project. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what you're doing. most of my time right now. Okay. Just get, yeah. making sure that's that's popping. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be sweet. It's, just I, the way you're telling, I'm like, that's going to be dope, man. Yeah. It's it's also telling the story. Salt Lake City is growing. Utah is growing in general, right? Yeah. A lot of people are coming from out of states, um, which they're used to so many different things. But um, Utah itself, <clears throat> we have annual things happening, <clears throat> annual events, stuff like that. But on a regular week weekend, I don't really, I'm not really interested in going anywhere because there's yeah. not much thing that really attract me personally, to be honest. I agree with you. I'm the so, exact same way. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, if this could be one thing to help Salt Lake City become a more interesting place, um, I think yeah. I would be more than honored to be part of that because I got a lot from here being here. You know, the city gave me a lot yeah. opportunities. So I think, you know, if I can do something that could help a little bit. Um, I think that would be cool. And if other people is doing it, I think it's good. Collaborating is one way to succeed. Oh, yeah. Collaborating is like a great way. I mean, I think that that would to success to succeed would be for me is like when 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 the tide rises, the boats rise. Yeah. You know what I mean? We yeah. all rise. We all tide. rise. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and that's great. To, to your point, though, Salt Lake City is just so underrated. Like mm -hmm. I've battled a few times with my, with this podcast of like, do we keep it like local? Do we bring other people in? You know, and, and of course, I've brought other people in from outside mm -hmm. of the state and outside of the country and things like that, because I, I like interesting conversations. Mm -hmm. But one of the battles is like, all right, do we really double down on like Salt Lake City? Because it's it's so underrated. Like, well, you know, one of the things that I, that I learned starting the podcast, there's the hip hop community in, in Salt Lake is unbelievable. Like it's, it's kind of crazy. Like some of these guys haven't guys and girls <clears throat> haven't like popped off mm -hmm. because they're incredible. And, uh, and then, and then as I, as I start to step into other places like that, like the, I have, I have some friends in the MMA community. I have some friends in, you know, the DJing mm -hmm. community and, and like the art community. And I have a lot of these random connections from mm -hmm. this podcast, but I just start to see that. Like we have some amazing people here Yeah, that it just takes one, w one time for this all to pop off. And Probably. now we're like Austin, Texas exactly. or something, you know what Austin, I mean? Austin, Texas. Yeah. It's that's Texas. Is, they're doing a great job. Yeah. Really good job. They have, in the arts, music, and everything, and food is crazy there too. Yeah, so <laughs> Austin, Texas. Yeah, so I, Austin, Dallas, and all those places. Why can't Salt Lake? Salt Lake is stepping up. You know, like I said, in the business level, we're killing it. Absolutely. You know, stuff like that. But is life? Life is not just about 
you know, business, business. Making money. And no. All, yeah. We got to have fun. What's yeah, the ex- I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. Outside gonna of go. the outdoor things. That's right. Like, why was, what, what really attracts someone to come? So like, Nothing outside of those two things. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but you're right though. And and we should. And so I like what you're doing there. Like there should be more things that attract us. Attract, yeah, exactly. Yeah, to Salt Lake. Like we should, we should be on top of food. We should yeah, be on top we of should, music. Yeah. And, Cause we have some, we have amazing people in the food industry. Like there's amazing restaurants. There's amazing um, people in the community doing amazing things with art and with, and with production and video mm-hmm. and, and photography like we have amazing people that yeah. we just haven't clicked yeah. and and i think it's your part like we haven't collaborated enough, like, enough. to come together yeah i think we got to start a pot a little bit and stuff yeah. being like i've said just to i feel like sometimes too low key like everything is just too mellow sometimes you know sure. it's like okay we got this going on every year we do one event we're cool but let's push yeah the culture for it a little bit you know what yeah. i mean a lot of people from that lives in utah they probably travel for you know a mission or something yeah. Then they've seen different. Oh yeah. Things well, yeah. I'm not. Here. I'm not even from Utah. Yeah. So like coming here was. I'm not, yeah, exactly. Coming here was a lot different. A lot like, different. And, I, and I've been to like so one of my favorite cities is I love San Antonio. I love Portland. Mm-hmm. I really love like and and I like Denver is really fun. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to compare like I wouldn't want to compare us to like L.A. or something like that. No, yeah. But uh, but like Denver, Austin, San Antonio, Portland, um, some of these like. Big, bigger, small town, mm-hmm. bigger, small cities, you mm-hmm. know, like Portland's, Portland's popping. Yeah, Portland's it's, great. it is popping. It is popping. <laughs> I love Portland. Like, yeah. We, we would go to, like when I did, did like two years of college there and uh, it was a lot of fun going to clubs, running around on the town. It was, I mean, it was great. And you could, there was, and, and because like one of Portland, you know, keep Portland weird. Mm-hmm. Like that's how, and, and it's great. People it's great. love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so could, I don't know what Salt Lake we, is, right? <laughs> we could still have our own identity, which I yeah. think Salt Lake does. Of yeah. Utah, but um, <clears throat> we just haven't let it show. Yeah, yeah, let's show you. Let's yeah, and and can we m- improve on on what we already have? You know, yeah, it's the Olympics will bring people here, all stars will bring people here. Yeah, but let's but like what else? What else? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but like, and what we, do you do when you get here? <laughs> and we have a lot, a lot to offer because if if you can mix outdoors with social restaurants, yeah. art. And all those things, then yeah, I mean, it's cool. Like I really, w- w- I traveled to Chicago. I'm like, damn, this is, there's so much going on here. Oh yeah, like love to, Chicago during the day. I, I have so much <laughs> things to do. <laughs> and you wear yourself out during the day. During the day, it's like yeah, but <laughs> wait till the night. Wait yeah, till the sh- night. Chicago pops you know, at it's, night. It's, it's popping, and, and the vibe is there. You can feel it. The city is. Oh, it, I love Chicago. That's one other thing I thought I was weird. Like even in the streets, I barely see people walking here. It's it's just the in and outs or or the connection. I feel like it's just very. You, you That's a just, good point. Yeah, you, you know could you mean? could be driving through Salt Lake on Wednesday or like even a Friday night. Uh, yeah. Nobody's walking on no, the street. Yeah, like okay, nobody's walking. Like, what's going on? Like, bar crawling or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true, though. It's so true. But I, I remember like. Uh, so I grew up. In, that's I, that's where I grew up, the Midwest. So we were really close to St. Louis, really close to Chicago, really close to like you know a few of these big cities. And uh, I love Chicago. And mm. you could go on Miracle Miracle Mile or whatever that yeah, road is. Yeah. Um. And even outside of that, but that road, like everybody's always there. There's mm-hmm. always deep dish pizza. There's people on exactly. the side of the roads. There's music on the side of the road. You know, on the sidewalks and yeah. people are just loving it and just running through. Music exactly. Yeah, it's great. So. I don't know. So turn, so turn in Salt Lake. To get to your point, what inspired me? So all those things did. Wow. Sounds like, yeah, I think um, I really want to bring different experiences here yeah. and maybe a unique vibe and um, and see what happens. But I'm yeah. going to work for hard for every event, so I'll make sure um, I put my best. That's it. That's cool, man. Well, hey, thank you so much, DJ June. Yeah. I appreciate you being here, bro. <laughs> Thanks so, for having me. Yeah. Tell everybody where they can find you. Tell everybody where they can they can keep updated on on the what's what's the event called? A mate mate. It's gonna it's art, music, and vibe. So it's okay. the my company doing it. It's called Afro Paradigm. Okay. So it's gonna be on that. Okay. Um and they can follow me on Instagram. Cool. Um at DJ June. J O U N E T J J O U N E, um, and you'll see all the links to Afro Paradigm. They can also follow from there. 
Okay, and that's right. And when um, the time comes, you'll you'll let everybody know how to buy tickets there. Huh? Yeah, how to buy tickets <clears> and <throat> you know how to be involved if they want to. Cool. And you know keep moving forward. But I think it's gonna be a great event, and I'm looking forward. Yeah, I'm more than excited to. I'm always looking for someone to reach out and so we can have a conversation and see how we can implement and elevate the experience. But yeah, Instagram is a good spot. Um, and also TikTok. I'm trying to... Oh, you're trying my, to get on TikTok. Yeah. Hey, DJ, TikTok DJ. TikTok is, is, is dope. It, it's where it's at. If, yeah, as far as putting things on TikTok, yeah. Follow me on TikTok. I'm trying to grow that. Um, and But Instagram is, is more where you could definitely follow yeah. the store. TikTok cool. is all over the place, but yeah. Instagram is <laughs> is like where you can really get to know me a little bit more. Yeah, I love it, man. Well, thank you so much for being here. I really yeah, appreciate thanks it. for having me. I appreciate you. <laughs> cool.